everyone. Welcome back. We are back from our extended vacation. Um, extended vacay. Yeah. I don't think we had... We had a chef special last Monday, but we didn't have a Thursday pick. Yeah, I don't think we missed a whole lot. Not, yeah. too, n- not too much reason to go into why. I, uh, and I've got to tell you, I'm suffering from a little bit of the holiday season blues. So if you listen to this one and you think, man, Jeff's really boring, or <laughs> maybe, man, Jeff's kind of an asshole, please give me another chance because I'm not going to be at my best. I'm not going to be at my best for this one, but uh going to talk about some shit anyway. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be, this is a first for us. This is a Wednesday, a Wednesday special. Uh, we'll come up with a restaurant. Whatever themed. the fuck we yeah. want to do Wednesday. Yep. How about that? Whatever the fuck we want to do. Should we just start with some uh, NFL stuff? Because I think it's too late to, I don't really care to go over last week's games, yeah. uh, especially since I went fucking seven and nine. I... Gambling wise, and we can pick next week if you want, Kevin. Yeah. I'm not sure we should, but yeah. we can. I'll be happy to. I, I feel like you ever watched the show Daredevil, mm-hmm. the show or the movie? Yeah. So he's blind, mm-hmm. right? But he's got all these other senses His that other just senses let him know enhanced. exactly where yeah. to go, what to hit, what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, with with football wagering, it's it's a lot like that. You almost want to be want to be blind because yeah. you don't just want to use your your everyday dude football site to think hey that guy can throw the ball really far that guy can run over a bunch of people and that's why that team should win by five points that kind of yeah. thinking gets you murdered yep. but you got to use all these other senses and all these other little pieces of information you pick up about the game i i feel like earlier this season i was daredevil and starting at some point when okay. i was picking games last week i had you know when like he has like that high pitch screech noise uh-huh. or something that just completely uh-huh. fucks him up yeah mm-hmm. now i'm just a blind man i have no you're idea blind. you're not daredevil i'm yeah. not dare i'm not daredevil yeah. i'm not even just a guy who has no superpowers who can see mm-hmm. i'm a blind man with no superpowers <laughs> so you're just blind i'm fucked <laughs> i just blind. i'm fucked i'm going to be lucky to Luckily, my season over ten and a half for the Chiefs looks like it's going to come home because it's going to probably end up paying for the last yep. two weeks that are going to be a catastrophe for me, especially if I continue with my insistence on betting on nearly every game. Yeah, but yeah, um, you want to start with some NFL talk or what? You have yeah. So I just wanted to quickly recap some games, not all of them. Okay, uh, so. Th- I think we need to. We talk also about didn't the give primary. out picks for last week. So yeah, so hopefully you're you guys welcome. did well. You're yeah. welcome for not taking the ride with me. Now, granted, I went nine, nine this week. Yeah, you did. Well. I did pretty well. You did well. Things considering. Now, granted, it could have been a little bit better if certain teams would have scored a little bit better, or scored a little bit more. I'm talking about the Seahawks, uh, with the six and a half. So, well, that was the yeah. shittiest, you know. And, and yeah. so I, I had the Panthers <laughs> there, and it felt, it felt terrible. You know what I mean? Like it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a good win. Yeah. I almost wanted to give that one back. I that that one was in the loss column for me. I wasn't smart enough to put money on it. Yeah. Even though it would have been dumb to put money on it, that was one of the classic shitty backdoor covers. Yeah. Um. So sorry about that one. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers for for that for that loss that gambling tragedy you endured. <laughs> I'll tell you something that happened last week is there's that. Uh, Washington Philly game, mm-hmm. and uh, in our pick and pool, Washington was favored by about, or was uh, was getting about four and a half. 
this line moved around in some weird ways. It um it moved in such a way that Washington looked like the Vegas play to me. They got another couple points at some point mid last week. Yeah. And and so I I thought, okay, Washington's the play. I even told a couple people at work, a couple of the the less sharp of our pool players. I'm like, Washington's the inside Vegas play. Check this out. Check this shit out. Four and a half. <laughs> and then the morning, Sunday morning, I looked at things. Lines had moved again. Washington had actually lost the two the, the two points they had gained earlier in the week, so mm-hmm. it was just back to plus four and a half. I switched my pick, thought about sending a message to them, forgot about it. It was the it was the weirdest split emotions I've had through a game because really I kind of felt bad. I didn't really need the game. And I was like, in, in the two guys I talked about, uh, their names both begin with J. They both had picked Washington. Washington was covering that game for the entire fucking game. And frankly, the entire time I was like, okay, this is fine. I'll take this L because yeah. I don't want these guys because they're in our pick and pool too. I don't want these guys thinking I told them to pick Washington and then was laughing while I picked Philly and just watched, you know, yeah. them. You, you know what I mean? I didn't want them to think I'd led them astray on purpose. And then in the end, it fucking flipped. Yeah. You know, Washington scores a or Philly scores, a, I don't know, a meaningless touchdown. I don't know if that was a turnover six or what that was, but. And that just sort of encapsulates. I don't know. Nothing made any sense last week to me. Yeah. Uh, my picks were very, very strange. I did pretty well early. What's going on? Welcome to the pod, Mr. C. Uh, yeah, my picks, early, it was kind of weird. Like the fir- It's like a sandwich. The breads for both top and bottom for me was great. But it's that middle inside. So I thought I was being cute. I was like, you know, I want the Chiefs to win. This is I was in Wichita watching this. And... This is Sunday, so for those not in the uh, area, uh, Kansas City had a little bit of a snow, snow begetting. We started getting, what, anywhere between five to seven inches of snow, it something like that. It was pretty good snow. And I was driving home from Wichita, but I saw the snow in Arrowhead. I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, Not doesn't look too bad. Did you switch your pick to Denver? No, I had Denver flat out oh, okay. before, so I made the pick like Thursday night. I was just like, eh, like, okay, Denver got Drew Locke, you know, hook them Cowboys, right? I was like, all right, let's just see. Maybe they'll keep it close because it's a, you know, interdivisional game. Absolutely not. No, they they couldn't do anything. So I was watching this at a restaurant with my girlfriend at the time. You know, I was like, God, oh my God, like, please, Denver. Like, they were only down, like, I think it was like 3-9. I was like, just, just score a touchdown. Just score a touchdown. And no, I'll be fine. Don't fucking do that, Denver. And they didn't do it. Thank I was God. just like, you fucking pussies. You fucking that was the Drew Lock I knew we'd yeah. see at some point. And Casey's rolling. Yeah, Casey was rolling. And that's you why know, I wanted to talk about this. Mahomes look yeah. good. Mah- I, I, here's here's something I love about this game is that, of course, you know, here at the Casey Bakery, local Casey folks, I listen to a lot of local sports talk. Mahomes was on just about every show he goes on talking about how he was aware that he would take too many steps back in the pocket mm-hmm. and that his his tackles, and fr- frankly, and, and sometimes when people air this, when players air this stuff out in public, it's kind of a bad sign. In this case, I think it was a good sign because I don't think there was any animosity or anything to it, but I can't remember which tackle it was on the Chiefs. Gave a pretty honest answer to, to some sort of question about protecting Mahomes, and he, he basically indicated that 
you know, he's trying to push those edge rushers way back behind the quarterback, and that sometimes Mahomes would take so many steps back that he'd run into where you basically thought you were dumping the edge rusher out way past the pocket. Uh-huh. Mahomes acknowledged this himself in some interviews or press conferences or whatever, getting asked questions, and said he was going to make a point to improve it, and he did in this game because I, uh, I was looking out for it. And many times he stepped up rather than take a few more steps back for really no reason except that he's used to the middle of the pocket collapsing on him, which does happen pretty frequently. But even when there was just a little bit of pressure, uh, when his center was getting pushed back on him a little bit, he would step up and around. And um, I just thought that was huge for him to acknowledge a flaw in his game and then fix it so quickly. I expect it to come back, but... But at uh, least it shows he's listening. Right. And, like, not taking it... We talked about this. It's very, it's very similar in the same vein as like Lamar Jackson. People were telling him throughout his first season, he's a little too skinny. He needs to put on a little more weight, put on a little more muscle. And what did he do? He did it during the off season. Well, and learn to throw accurately, yeah, which he exactly. learned to do, which is terrifying. Exactly. Yeah. And then we look at someone like Baker who regressed right. and just didn't. If he you got fat, yeah. If you so so much as criticize his accuracy, well, I. I was a Heisman winner at Oklahoma and I was accurate. It's like, yeah, but now you're throwing at like 53% for the season. Like you've regressed. You need to take criticism and actually obviously don't listen to every bit of criticism, but take the ones that are like the loudest and understand, okay, yeah, maybe I need to work on some things. Just work on something as a quarterback. So like getting back to Mahomes, it was like, yeah, like he showed up and I was just like, even though I made the wrong pick, I still enjoyed watching the game. I was like, it's a snow game. It looks really nice. I was just dreading the drive back because from here to Wichita is usually like two and a half hours. It literally took me five and a half hours to get home. Yeah. And I was just so like frustrated driving 35 to 45 miles an hour just it, on one side of the road. That occurred to me as well while I was, you know, frozen in my, my anti-social malaise on Sunday. I... Kevin and I had a an over-under bet on the inches of snow we would receive and... <laughs> I believe the over/under was set at three and a half. It was a blowout. I think <laughs> I, I like many other bets last week. I lost that. A bet. better bet would have been at what point will the major school districts call school? Right. And how happy will Mr. C be when that happens? Well, congratulations. That happened, and I was happy. Yeah. Well, you, I was happy. You guys won on Sunday. I lost. We most certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I started I was, seeing the schools closing in Wichita. But, I was like, yeah. Wichita's not getting any snow, like barely. Well, anything. that's right. In hindsight. You know, this is another thing I felt guilty about on Monday, like just all kinds of things. Um, in in hindsight, Kevin, I I realized you. Kevin texted me from Wichita. He's like, "Hey, what's the snow count?" Uh, you know, basically checking in on the status of the bet. And I realized now it probably would have been very valuable information for me to tell you it's snowing quite a lot. Yeah. And the roads really suck. <laughs> yeah, you probably <laughs> so sorry about denied. that. You probably should have stayed down in Wichita for a day. I probably should have. Yeah. I did have my work laptop, but I was just like, okay. That's my bad. It might might not be that bad. I was like, we've given enough time. We know it's snowing. And I saw it at, you know, noon. It was the noon games. I was like, well, maybe they're kind of proactive. They're putting whatever the anti-ice mixture and all the sand and whatever. It, it didn't no, help. they didn't do that. No, and I was just like, it didn't help. oh, my God. Like, this is just, yeah, I had to actually take a break. wonderful. I had to take a break driving because I was like, I'm sitting for like five hours just like, just all tense. I'm just like, cause I'm, you have, you have to pay attention. Well, yeah. Driving to, in yeah. the snow, you can never just relax and yeah. drive. You can't just yeah. like, Oh, I'm just going straight. I'm mm-hmm. just going to let my body drive for a while. while my attention is a little bit elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Your back and shoulders will feel 
Yeah. Like yeah. you did a workout after you drive that long in the snow. That's terrible. Sorry yeah. about that, kid. No, no, all good, man. Yeah, I was like, huh, like, is he just, all right, whatever, no big deal. So I was like checking like weather.com and checking my phone. I'm like, no, how bad is it? In I almost just Venmo'd you the money right then. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the Chiefs, you know, they're doing well. They pretty much need the Bills to win this Sunday to beat the Patriots too. Well, if I were a legally you know, betting man and I could sell my ticket, I wouldn't. But for the Chiefs over ten and a half, and yeah. for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, I could already make a little profit on those two. Yeah. So, yeah, um, they they they're in as good a position as I think they've been all year, mm-hmm. except for maybe week uh, week one before yeah. uh, Mahomes tweaked his ankle yeah. <laughs> or whenever that was. Well, that happened in week three. Okay, that was week three, and his stats took a nosedive right, right after that happened, and then he dislocated the knee. Right, and since he's come back, they've been a little uh, more cautious in their play calling. Yeah. Right, it hasn't been quite the same. Right, so. well, and I think he's been more cautious, and yeah. he's been more inclined yeah. to to kind of do the run, the step backward mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it helps when you can launch the ball seventy yards without having your feet planted. Yeah. You can, which he can you do. can retreat a little bit yeah. more in the pocket, but it's just it doesn't. It's just it's not as good. It doesn't yeah. look the same, and it was great to see him step up. Do you have anything on that game, Mister C? Uh, it was absolutely wonderful to watch and i have to tell you the most the most entertaining thing i saw about that game was not the game itself it was the players before the game and you could see the chiefs as a team just love each other mm-hmm. they yeah. are truly a team which i think it's one of those intangibles that just doesn't get accounted for in most places these guys like yeah. each other they like playing together they enjoy each other's company yeah. and you just can't you can't put a price tag on that and i thought that that's what makes this team dangerous. Yeah, I, I agree. They're playing for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's so much more important than, in football than it is in uh, in baseball for sure. Yeah, baseball. You can. I think it was one of the Red Sox teams in the seventies that went to the World Series. It was like you'd get off the plane and all twenty six players would go their own way. Right. Like nobody liked each other, but they still were in the World Series. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. some of these other games, I'm not going to go through all of them, but the the meat of these games, Eli showed up. So that was one of my picks. He just 36-20 against the Dolphins. So I was like, well, oh. it was the Dolphins. Well, so and that's the thing. Like we talked all season. Like the Dolphins have been playing hard. Like mm-hmm. they haven't given up necessarily. They haven't been like the Redskins, where it's like at times it's like, do they care? Yeah, and, Eli showed up. Jameis yeah, showed up. Jameis showed up. Yeah. What Dude, yeah, the, J- the Buccaneers game. Up, yeah. Well, I, he threw a pick on his first drive. There you go. And then like the went, and then went for row. like four touchdowns. Yeah, this is the so yeah he the had he had a pick. Jameis. Yeah, the but classic then, Jameis. Well, he can't be him without a well without a pick. He, he's thrown. I think he is he gonna. Is I think he, he's set a record. I don't know, but he well, he's the, in the twenties. He's well into the twenties. Yeah, I believe the single season <laughs> he might hit thirty. I think the single season record for interceptions is like thirty eight. I wonder if there's yeah. a thirty. I wonder that if has he, to be a long time ago. It is quarterback like, these days yep. getting up in the thirties. They're not playing anymore. Correct. Yeah, I wonder if he can like make history old. by throwing for both thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions. Honestly, I wonder if ever that if that's ever. Been I would done say before. the closest that ever been. I doubt it's been done, but the closest would be Peyton Manning when he was a rookie. Yeah, he was in the twenties. He was high twenty. He's in both touchdowns and picks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was in the 20s and in both categories. So there. in this case, let's Oh, he's talk- already... Jameis is at 30 touchdowns. All he needs yeah. to do is throw six more INTs, which is in play with hey, two games Hey, he's got left. two games. Yeah, he's yeah. got three two games game where he's been it. throwing he three interceptions. It. Yeah. This, yeah, he could do it. He not, could do six Not the 30 for 30 we're right. looking for. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> NFL's first 30-30 man. Jameis must... He's must watch... TV. So seriously, like, okay, let's talk about the Bucks. We're gonna talk more of the players in this case. Do you sign him? 
Do you give them a long term? Or no, do you just, no. Yeah, I think if you're temp, no, you shouldn't. But you shouldn't. You, but but you, the thing is, is I think I think you do though. <laughs> I th- at least I, I'm looking forward to the team that wises up and doesn't sign their Jameis Winston or their like Matt Kirk Stafford Cousins. or frankly their oh. their Kirk Cousins or yeah. I hate to say it, their Matt Ryan. Sure. Um, and I. God, I, I hate that because it's not. I know it always. I always kind of smile at you when I make a comment <laughs> like that, and it's, it's not because I in, enjoy the the dig. It's just because I I almost want you to know that I'm. It's not personal. Yeah. But you know, yeah, like let these guys walk who aren't. I think you should either be spending, you know, single digit millions. So like, okay, uh, as low as you can mm-hmm. up to like eight, about eight million mm-hmm. for a rookie quarterback or or a guy on his like or like even a guy like Matt Moore, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I think you should spend that amount on that type of guy. Or you should have a top five guy that you're backing up the truck for. And if you're in between, I think you're playing the wrong game. And I think that I think you see that if you look at the Super Bowl champions, you either have a top five quarterback or in most cases, a guy who's about to be a top five quarterback who's still on his rookie deal, not making any money like Russell Wilson on his rookie deal. Uh, Fuck Tom Brady's first one. Ben Rapistberger's first Mm -hmm. one. Um, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so. I, I don't think you should sign him, but will they? I think they will. Well, I think it depends on what you're playing for. If you're content just getting to the playoffs every year and being in contention, then you sign a guy well, like Matt Ryan, who occasionally, he won one. Did he Did he end up winning one, or did they lose? Oh, he went to the Super he Bowl. He went, went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. But, but you got these quarterbacks, I like to think of them as the Alex Smith type, that are going right. to win you 10, 11, 12 games. Yes, good and quarterbacks. And they're going to be competitive, and you're going to have winning seasons, and yes. the fans are going to be interested. And if you're okay with that as an owner – then you sign that guy. But if you want to consistently be in contention to actually win the Super Bowl, then no, you jettison him. You get somebody else. You roll the dice over and over and over again until you get that quarterback. Because as we can see with the Chiefs, it makes a difference. We had that quarterback, the Alex Smith type, for decades. And now we have the top five quarterback, and it's completely different to watch these games. Exactly. I, I, I couldn't have said it. Any better? Here's exactly. what, you just keep rolling the dice. So, so you here's get a what top I'll say, though, guy, I'll, or you go cheap. I'll be the devil's advocate here. Okay. So yeah, there's only so many. Let's let's draw the numbers up, right? In their eras, we had, like you said, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson. Who else? Who was another one that kind of went? Drew Brees, Aaron right? Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. So there's Phillip really Rivers. only within each generation. There's only maybe. Five to seven, although it may be eight, yeah. top mm-hmm. generational players, right? It's hard for me to say, well, let's keep throwing the quarterback out and keep having a, a rookie quarterback come in. You don't necessarily have to throw him out. But to but here here would be the thing, you right? Keep to him have for three years. Yeah. You okay. go three no, years. But that's three what I'm saying, right? Years. You keep and at offering that time, you smaller know, contracts. Is this the guy yeah. or do I need to draft again? Well, yeah. That'd be like a good example is like, uh, Mariota, right? We mm-hmm. we knew right at about his fourth year, he's not things weren't, but there were arguments like, well, he hadn't had the consistent offensive coordinator. Things were changing, so like maybe we give him another year, another year, right? Mm-hmm. Now we get into the territory where it's like with Jameis, right, and the Buccaneers. Okay, what if we offer him? I don't know, twenty four million a year. That's like a really good, like that's a very team friendly deal. We'll give you three years, and then you can still look for a quarterback. So I'm not saying give them the seven year. 150 plus million I'm, but i'm saying like you sign them to a three-year deal where you can opt out by year two and be like yeah we found our guy right? i'm glad i'm glad him. you brought up Mariota. i yep. mean it makes sense because they came out in the same draft class mm-hmm. so Mariota's not good right no, yeah right I, yeah. I i i mean i think he's worse than alex smith he's like a 
shittier oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Jameis Winston, though, is not great. So, so what was your number for Jameis? Twenty three million. I, well, you said twenty four. Like twenty four. But here's the right. thing, right? The, with the new CBA coming out next year, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to say. Well, who knows what the CBA will be if they have a quarterback salary cap? So twenty. I think, well, I think it's better if rather than looking at it a dollar amount, you yeah. should look at it as a percent of the salary cap. Okay. How much is the quarterback taking of your salary cap? Because the bigger that number is, Correct. the less money you have to go to everywhere. Other or, right. or you can look at it as. You, I agree, again, yeah. that that's the better way to look at it. And then also, though, to it's compare these players, though. the percentage of salary. So mm-hmm. um, so for me, so no more than 20%. Okay, well, well so hold on. Yeah. What I'm getting at here is Jameis at about $24 million, which I think is as cheap as you could possibly sign him, mm-hmm. because Alex Smith signed for 23 and a half like three year, two, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Jameis Winston would look at that and say, I need to make at least that or more. So 24 is as cheap as you could conceivably sign Jameis Winston. He would be the 10th highest player in the league. Uh, it would be all quarterbacks in front of him. Yeah. All right. I think you could probably, I think Mariota will be in the backup market. Okay. I, I would say, and this is almost a perfect case study. In my opinion, if, you're, if your choice was to sign Jameis Winston or other, I would select other. My other would be pay Marcus Mariota $4 million a year. Yeah. To, which would be... I don't know, Mr. C. Help me with the math. That's one fifth, one okay. sixth of the of the amount yes, of that uh, would be one sixth. Four right. million to twenty. It's four over twenty four. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. you you could get Marcus Mariota and two incredibly highly paid defensive players yep. in the tens of millions, or a top five wide receiver, or 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 one mm-hmm. top five wide receiver, or you could have Jameis Winston. I say you draft a quarterback, sign a guy, Mariota or a guy like Mariota for about four and a half million dollars. Sure. And I think you're, I think you're moving in a better direction. Oh no, for sure. And, and I think franchises are faced with this kind of choice all the time. And the Vikings pay Kirk yep. Cousins, 28 mil. Um, I think, I still think Jimmy G is overrated. It's get, getting by on Kyle Shanahan's genius and he's getting 27 and a half mil. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, he so, is. So don't sign this Jameis. is, this well, is a perfect example. But, but yeah. Jameis I mean, needs to start in the league for the good of the league. Yeah. He's, he's, well, so we can he's keep talking about his interceptions. I no, love – yes, and he's, <laughs> and he's also become just he's, – he's, he's Philip he's, Rivers. He's must watch now, yeah. He's he Phillip is Philip Rivers. He's, he's going to put up good Oh, stats. but he's more interesting if than Philip Rivers because he runs a little Correct, bit. Right? He's, he's got bigger plays this than Philip Rivers. We're seeing the change of the guard, right? Mm-hmm. Lamar with Vic, you know. Some of these other guys with Tom Brady and all these guys kind of eventually moving out, right? We, we start seeing the change of the guards. Jameis Winston is just a more, quote-unquote, athletic Philip Rivers. And he's more entertaining. Or Brett Favre, mm-hmm. Or really. Brett Favre, to an extent, right? He's just more oh, no, entertaining. I, Jameis, you can't put Brett Favre and Jameis Winston in, in the same category. Well, no, I, but no. Brett Favre is my favorite NFL player of all time. So you forgive me if that was any slight to Brett Favre. You're right. We really shouldn't put him in the same category. But I'm just talking about the prolific... The prolific amount of touchdowns and interceptions. <laughs> Brett Favre wasn't that yeah. prolifically Brett Favre delivered had an act. throughout he had his an career. Act. He won. Oh, yeah. He just won. Jameis Winston doesn't. No, no, Jameis Winston's not half the QB Brett Favre is. No, just, no. In their, just in both their potential to generate both TDs and INTs. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, that was another game. And then, like I said, the second half or pretty much the evening and Sunday Monday games. I did very well. Yeah, I don't want to talk about any more of these games. Yeah. But if you want to, we'll talk. Uh, about I do them. want to talk about the Falcons. <laughs> Ooh, baby. They had a good Beat, uh, they yeah. had a good day, didn't they? We had a good yeah. day. Okay. Beating okay. our old offensive coordinator, the real boy genius, 
Thanks. Kyle this, Shanahan. This was another. This was another one. Oh, of my that's rare right. Ones. They upset the 49ers. Yeah. And I remember now. So this is something. This reminds me of something that I want people to look out for. And please, if you can think of the other example, because there was another recent example where this happened. When old coaching duos come together, the defensive coach beats the offensive coach in in, in, in at least. And I know there's another example of this this year that Didn't I can't it? think of now, but it feels like when coaches work together, the defenses the defensive coach figures out how to stop the offense yeah. better than the offensive coach outplay figures out defense. how to outplay the defense. Yeah. I was gonna say not this year, but didn't Patricia beat Belichick? Yes, he did. Yeah, and yeah. thank you. I was that say. is a perfect example. Yeah. Detroit mm-hmm. beat, and that's not the example that is eluding me right now. Oh, okay. But but that it's frankly I'm sure it's a better one. Mm-hmm. But yes, defense. That's a pretty good example. Although Belichick was never known as an offense. He was always coach. a defensive. He guy. is a defensive yep. coach. But the D, de- uh, yeah, you're right. But yeah, but that's still, also, it's, yeah. it is a valid example of the of the pupil came back to beat the master. Uh, I was gonna say, didn't Mark Mangini? Uh, no, was it? He name? was an offensive coordinator, though. I think, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Cornell was the defensive guy in the Patriots that left, and I don't think he ever went back and beat Belichick. Yeah. Probably not. Because he was bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to think of the other example, but trust me, it's it's there. Yeah. So you'll just have to believe me. Okay, here's here's another example. Although Marty Schottenheimer would never be considered an offensive genius, when Bill Cowher left and went to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh came back. They they came back, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Better than, in my opinion, the offensive coach coming back. But, yeah. And then the one piece. Although I, we do get Sean to see that this Day. week with the Chiefs and the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. We get to see it Nagy this week. Nagy versus Nagy you know, versus Reed. Oh, Which, I think I think Reed's gonna here. pants him. Yeah. Yeah. This I'm kind of looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Nagy's yeah. gonna be shown. He's a fraud too. He's a fraud. <laughs> he just doesn't know. It took him this long to figure out how to utilize your running, non-throwing quarterback. Okay. Well, it's really hard to figure out how to utilize Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I. We'll they, see. I figured it out these last four weeks. Who yeah. have they played though. Uh, they beat Dallas, who just put the fucking smackdown on the Rams. Dallas is uh, bipolar. They're at Indy. I don't like, who get knows it, about who, Dallas. I just think, I think bipolar is the right word for Dallas. Here's what Dallas is like. Dallas might, frankly, Dallas maybe is a little bit like me. Every now and then, Dallas throws a big party, has a really good fucking time, <laughs> kicks a bunch of ass. Everybody loves it. You know, and then everybody's a hangover. A, and then and then for like three or four weeks you don't see Dallas. You don't hear from Dallas. Yeah. I, Dallas doesn't yeah. make any noise. Yeah. Dallas doesn't score Dallas any points. Dallas down down get done guinea W's. Yeah. yeah. So the one piece I do want to talk about overall NFL news, right? Drew Brees beat Peyton Manning's touchdown record. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? For me, it's hard to say, like, when people look at that number purely, they're going to be like, oh, well, then 10, 15 years later, when we look at just the stats, when you don't really remember the games, it's hard to remember what they did. Obviously, Peyton Manning is the better quarterback. Peyton Manning was obviously the better quarterback. Anytime they played against each other, it was never like... The quarterbacks don't play against each other, though. Well... When their teams... I'm not trying to... I'm I'm not just trying to be a smart guy. I actually don't know that I would... I don't think I would just take. Yeah, I don't think I take it as a given that Peyton Manning's a better quarterback. I, I would. 
over Drew Brees if yeah. you look at the pure yeah, stats. Yeah, I would. I would yes. take well because and here's here's my reasoning. The game has changed in the last ten years. It has become a much much more offensive minded game, and I think Peyton played the majority of his career before those changes really started mm-hmm. to happen. And Brees has taken full advantage of it. A guy like Philip Rivers has taken full advantage of it. Like these are guys are good quarterbacks, and I think Brees is first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't think he's no slouch. But a guy like Philip Rivers, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame based on his statistics compared I, to his Rivers predecessors. In the Hall of Fame. And I don't think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. And he's, I, I he's actually, benefiting from the rules. I actually disagree. I but I, I I'm not going to be shocked if if uh, Rivers makes it in. But I don't I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I mean a guy like Philip Rivers. I if hope you just does. look at the stats. He's better than Dan Marino. No, right. no, he's not. Not right. even close. He couldn't hold a jock strap. But but the difference in eras there are much more profound than the difference in eras between Breeze and Manning. I mean, Manning, it's been geez. It's, it's been, been four a while. years. It's been a he while. He retired. His last year was twenty fifteen. Yep. Um, so here we are four years later. And, and I believe uh, he started Breeze is still four playing. Or five years before because Breeze came out oh one versus ninety eight. So three, okay, years, three years only three, three years, years before. Yeah. See, I mean pretty close to the same era. So I oh, no, I, for sure. I, yeah. I get, but uh, but those were a big three years because football mm. in the '90s was way different than it was Very different. at some point in the two. Th- and then obviously it's been transforming ever since. Um, but I don't know. I I, I actually I'm not going to die in the Drew Brees hill. I don't like him personally as a dude. Oh, yeah. So Which I we've I, talked about. Yeah, yeah, we've discussed um, that. I. Yeah. And and frankly, I don't even think I believe he's a better quarterback than Peyton Manning. But I I don't think. I don't think you can just say, oh, yeah, Peyton Manning's better quarterback into discussion and, and move on and, and think everybody's going to agree with you there. No, I, um, I would actually – I will disagree with you. I will say flat out I would always if, – if the decision in their primes are Peyton Manning versus Drew Brees, oh, I take you Manning. go Manning all no the doubt. time. He commanded that offense. He understood the defense. Mm-hmm. He can understand what they're coming with. Drew Brees, on the other hand, he was somewhat cerebral. He was kind of up there. But you look at the arm strength, you look at the accuracy. Peyton Manning was just better. He has the edge. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would straight up. I know. You, know, you would straight I, up. Well, and and you, frankly, I think yeah. I'd agree. I, I'd agree with you. Yeah. I just, I don't know that it's. And, you know, Peyton Manning's best year was two years before he retired when he was on the PDs that were sent mm-hmm. to his wife. Right. Yeah, yeah on the Broncos. Yeah, he was yeah. playing for horse face. And I mean. <laughs> I think I wouldn't put it past Drew Brees to be there. All these motherfuckers are probably on HGH at least. I have no doubt that almost every professional athlete is doing something they aren't supposed to do. I think it's the rare athlete that's 100% clean because that's just the way sports are in our world today. And as to the average person, we don't care. Is it fun to watch? Yep. Okay. Do I get entertainment? Can I see something? I get entertainment. It's fun. Let's watch. So, yeah. Um, that was week 15 of the NFL. Um, pretty much the playoffs are almost kind of locked up at this point. I think the NFC seeding. East. Yeah. Yeah. Seeding, they're seeding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the NFC least. The, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're battling out and here's, I don't know if we saw the news or the headline. Apparently Dak might not play, but he may play. He has an injury to play. I guess oh, it isn't his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Shoulder. So yeah. it's just like, d- does this game really I hate to say, it, does it really matter if Eagles lose out and they win? Because essentially, it comes to a tiebreaker. I think with, what matters yeah. is is they're playing for the right to see who gets to lose at home in yeah. the playoffs. First That's game. because they're going to play whoever is the wild oh. card from the NFC West. 
San Francisco or Seattle mm-hmm. or New Orleans. Oh yeah, you're wait, right. New Orleans Those are good teams. The, is New Orleans in the West? They're south. in the South. South. They're okay, south. yeah, they're probably going to play Seattle I, or San Francisco. Either way, they ought to. But you know, the way life's unfair in the NFL is so fucking weird. I, I just have this weird feeling that either Seattle or San Francisco or even New Orleans are just going to get screwed and some weird thing's going to happen and they're going to lose some fluky game to one of these crappy-ass NFC teams. Probably going to be Dallas, to be honest with you. And that is part of what makes the NFL so wonderful that any given Sunday, yeah, any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody. I'm going to I'm gonna be watching out for that one. That one's going to be a, a scary game for me for whatever reason. <laughs> but you're probably going to bet it the wrong way. Probably. Yeah, I, you're going to go, San Francisco can't lose this I game. I think before you came There's down, no way. I... You know, anyway, I made some elaborate. It ended up, though, with me being just a blind man yeah, trying, to, it's trying okay. to do this. You know, sometimes you're better off if you just flip a coin and go, well, I'm going to bet on the one that comes down. I, it just, But when you're used to having powers and they are taken from you, it's, it's Okay, tough. the powers. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Moving looking on. at the, uh, the wild <laughs> card, right? <laughs> so, obviously, the Patriots are currently the second seed. If they're if it feels to end today, mm-hmm. Ravens are the are the number one. Ravens are getting the number one, no yeah. doubt. Uh, Steelers are the six. They would play the Chiefs if it again t- were to end today. Mm-hmm. Bills would play the Texans. How does that look to you guys? Do you guys feel okay playing against the Steelers? Absolutely. Nope. Yeah, no you problem. Do? No problem at all. What's what's their quarterback's name? Duck. Duck. Duck, Duck yeah. Hodges or Mason Rudolph or I don't know. Oh, hell no. Duck, in the yeah. Duck Hodges from the 25th century. I mean, wasn't there like a bad cartoon in the 70s? Duck Dodger or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I hear that name every time and I think <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So you guys feel confident against this? If Again, obviously, if things don't change. Well, this is uh, a year where the, yeah, very confident. Frankly, yeah. I would feel, I feel incredibly confident about the Chiefs beating any team but Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we've got a clear road to Chiefs at Ravens in AFC the AFC Championship, championship game. Yeah, yeah. What I'd like to see is I'd like Buffalo to beat New England. Oh yeah. And the Chiefs going as the second seed, so yep. they both have that week off. They yeah. both play whoever. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're both going to win. Yeah. And then AFC Championship game. Yeah. That's what I really want to see. I doubt it's going to happen, but obviously that's what I want to see. As I think well. it will. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. it. I like. I think it. Buffalo's beating New England. I think New England is. I done. like your optimism. Stick a fork in them. They're what? done. They're done. I really. I think they're done. Let's After talk about that. Them play yeah, the Chiefs, let's, let's talk about they're the Patriots. Done. You think so? You don't oh, see. Yeah. You don't see Belichick and you know any more. Well, Brady's, gadget plays. Br- Brady has fallen off. Yeah, and gadget plays don't work all the time. They no, work no, sure. because they have a surprise element. Correct. Nobody's going to be surprised anymore because now it's on tape. Correct. But they've seen it. So here's what I wanted to point out. So this year is a very much a mirror year to Drew Brees last year. Drew Brees looked gassed right near the end, week 16, 17 into the playoffs. He looked gassed. He looked tired, and that's what Brady looks like. Now, Brees, on the other hand, this year, silver lining he had that hand injury was out mm-hmm. five weeks teddy bridgewater carried them to five and one so he kept the boat afloat and now he's looking fresh he's looking good he's hitting that stride right near the end and that kind of worries me for the nfc because regardless of how the saints are they're looking strong they're looking explosive they look like they have a solid defense it looks like they can and will make a deep run in the nfc tom well, tom brady looks way shittier this year than drew Brees did last year well, and that's, and that's a big got, thing too yeah breeze has got weapons yeah he has like weapons he has weapons across the all board. over the place yep. and he's got an offense i'm say what you want about sean yep. payton mm-hmm. the guy can coach he, offense he yep. has a good offense he's an offensive coach. guru yeah 
Bill Belichick has always had Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is clutch. He is the GOAT in my mind. Yeah. He's how, how many? Six now? He's won yeah. six Super Bowls? Six of nine. Yeah, no doubt. But I don't think Belichick is going to come in yeah, and but... rewrite the offensive playbook because he's got nothing. Yeah. They nope. had they got Julian Edelman, and you can basically triple team the guy because yeah. the other guys are crap. And this could be why Tom Brady looks like <clears throat> shit. Yeah. But they got nothing. Yeah. Well, they they brought Mah- and we talked about this. Mohamed Sanu. Mohamed Sanu, yeah. but he was kind of injured, and now he's yeah. They getting, tried everything. Yeah. They they tried to get him. They tried. Yeah. yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. 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 Speaking you of, listen to Tom Brady still whining about Antonio Brown. It's yeah. like, dude, you're gonna have to get over it. I know he still wants his AB back in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which. Nope. With A B on the team, it would it does change that dynamic. It, it does would change it. Yeah. But he gets sick of Tom Brady not throwing the ball further than twenty yards down the field because he Oh yeah, he Tom can't. Brady did not throw a downfield pass more than twenty yards outside the numbers last year, I don't think. At least I never saw it. I never no, saw he was it very in much the a 10 championship to 15. game. Yeah, he dinks and dunks. Yeah. That's and what he, he does. And if he goes downfield, it's in the middle of the field because so he still's not throwing super far to the outside. He doesn't have the arm strength anymore. I feel like Tom well, Brady he also doesn't have his big he doesn't have right. end. Right. He, he doesn't have just, Yeah. I, I almost like think he's the, the same. He's the same guy this year he was last year, and teams just now finally understand how to defend mm-hmm. him, which the Chiefs couldn't figure out. We also doesn't have Gronk. I think the yeah. biggest change it is, is Gronk. It's a huge it's difference. Gronk. It's a huge difference. Speaking of, though, bringing guys in, mm-hmm. uh, Terrell Suggs. Yep, Terrell Suggs is to the Chiefs. your new Kansas City Chief. Mm-hmm. I believe he actually just signed too. Today. Well, they yeah. claimed him off waivers. He mm-hmm. reported, I do believe he signed today. There was a whole lot of rumors about he would only go to Baltimore. but Which is what said he that. said. Which is yeah. what he said, but mm-hmm. I think it was, I'll they go to a calling. championship yeah. team. Yeah. Go to actual winning. I'll, if you got a chance playoff. to win, I'll yeah. come play. Yep. And I think when he came, he visited, he's like, okay, are you guys legit championship? And when he got here, he's like, okay, yeah, you are. Yeah. Like, we can make this work. So me and Jeff have talked about it, and I want to get your perspective first here, uh, Mr. C, before we get to Jeff. How do you feel about Suggs in terms of what does he bring to the table for the Chiefs just as an overall not necessarily he's 36 37 right 37, he's I yeah believe. he's definitely on the downswing of his career mm-hmm. but what does he bring for you to that defense experience yeah he flat out brings experience and like he can get a lot of these younger guys because the Chiefs defensive playoff experience Matthews Matthews got some Clark has got some but he's got a ton yeah. and the guys will listen to him when he says, Hey, it's the playoffs. Now we got to step this up because the chief's history in the playoffs on defense with these guys, it's not good. Yeah. So it's just another defensive leader on that side of the ball. For one thing, you just mentioned uh, Tyron Matthew and I wanted to chime in when you're talking about the chiefs having a good time before the snow game mm-hmm. last Sunday. Yeah. I feel like he's a big part of that. He that was. Part of that chemistry, you know, yeah. he's, he's, I like Tyron Matthew a lot, and I really like what he's brought to the team uh, from you know that leadership side of things. Along with his play on the field, he's been mm-hmm. good. At, he's been good on the field too. But alternate for the Pro Bowl, yes, yes. But he's really been that quarterback of the defense. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, had to go there for just a minute. Yeah, for sure. I uh, he, what what's he? he Sucks at five and a half sacks in 13 games for Arizona. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like he, he's 37, so obviously way past his prime. Um, but five and a half sacks, 13 that's games, so that's production. Numbers. So yeah, he's not, he's not those, just a lump. You most know? of those came in, I think, the first six or seven. They did. They came, right. they came early. And but he's he had a week or two off now, yeah. right? So hopefully he's going to be fresh again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing the Chiefs not even start him until the playoffs. 
just you know, or or, or light duty. Uh, I was going to say, get him, in, get him used to it. Right. See what the defense is like. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Don't want him to adjust in the playoffs, but. But yeah, 20, 25, 30 snaps, and you're good. Keep them relaxed. Yeah. yeah, keep them fresh. And then, like you said, bring some veteran leadership, mm-hmm. um, some veteran eyes, too. I really love the idea if, uh, you know, if if you end up the wild card and uh, you got to go to New England because mm-hmm. you'd be the three seed and you yep. wouldn't have to play the one seed. Yep. I really love the idea of Evan Suggs in that game. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you're, you'll get – we just talked about Brady falling off, but you're going to get the best of them if you got to play him in the playoffs. And Suggs has got some experience with that. Well, if I and recall, so, in the playoffs, was Baltimore the last team to go up to Foxborough and, and win? win? Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean that he's won in Foxborough exactly. in the playoffs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I like it, and frankly, I also like the idea. I don't give a shit if he rides pine for the rest of the year. I like the idea that. Baltimore doesn't have them. Mm-hmm. So well, there is that too. Yeah, and and this is sort of a, and if if they did something like that, that's a patriot type move, and the the type of patriot move I can get behind. So I was happy with the uh, the waiver claim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you know I don't think there's a downside here, especially since he's still productive. You know, if he'd had one sack this year. Yeah, it feels just That's like a bad. Yeah, yeah it's you know, and, and it's just clear that he's totally washed. Then I, mm. but it looks like he's playing tough still. Even yeah. in the early Arizona game, you ball. saw Plus, the defense was actually kind of showing up a little bit yeah. there. It was just the offense. It was a weird. Uni- the offense played well. The defense didn't show up. The defense played well. The offense didn't show up. Plus Okafor, yeah. obviously yeah. the Okafor well, yeah, injury not, is. He's not taking snaps from anybody. He's he's a replacement for at need because right. we needed somebody exactly. Yeah. So I'm. So, I okay. love it. Yeah, I'm feeling confident. And with if the any, it, you know, I don't know. There's a little bit of chatter out there in the national media that somehow teams should defer to Baltimore for this, which I think is just really no, fucking stupid. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, yeah, no, right, yeah. So, do you want to go over picks this week, Jeff, or yeah, do we want to? I I don't mind going over picks. I want to go over uh, one other little piece of football news. Yeah. but this is. Really fucking stupid. Did we talk about Mizzou's new coach? We did not. Drinkwitz. Appalachian State. Yeah. From yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We, yeah, we did. Because yeah, I made, yeah. my, made my Smoky Mountain State yeah. joke. But the only the only real point I want to make here is that I was listening to a Gary Pinkle interview uh, with the local with, mm-hmm. uh, 810, which is a great sports talk station. Love that. Love yeah. them. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, the, they're the one to listen to in Kansas City. I actually listen to both of them, 810 and 6. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But. Anyway, I I like eighteen quite a bit. Depends quite on bit. who's playing a commercial. I switch to the other one. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> I don't have time for commercials. But so I so I was listening to an interview with him on I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But I assumed he, he was a the best best football coach Missouri's ever had. You know, he basically took the program from uh, just really shitty. I think like four wins in two years to he he won. 10 or more games more often than he didn't. In uh, the SEC at that. Yeah. In like the, uh, the best, it, the best, best yes. conference in the country. Yeah. And they always had a quarterback. They were always a fun team. Anyway, mm-hmm. we love Gary Pinkle in, in, in Missouri. We but don't in Kansas. I assumed he, uh, <laughs> I, I assumed that he was quietly enjoying retirement afar. And I listened to this interview and it almost, you almost would think that he picked up the phone and he told, uh, the the AD to fire Barry Odom. Well, Barry Odom Barry Odom was a tool. Well, and Barry Odom threw kind of threw 
Pinkle under the bus, calling the program a turnaround after he kind of shat the bed his first year. When really Pinkle Pinkle left him in a better position, even with some turmoil that was going on on the team, than he's leaving Drinkwitz. But um, for any MU fans, just if you heard that, I heard it too. It sounds like our man Gary Pinkle's got got a hotline, got 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 a hotline to the AD's office, and yep. making, he, and, making and calls he it was it was because he kept saying, "Well, we thought." We and he, and then he corrected himself. I mean, uh, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, they thought and he never he never left the program. He's not coaching, but he's still involved. Well, I I wish he'd just come back and come pull a Bill Snyder for us and just take the team back over and get us back to glory and SEC division championships. Yeah, yeah, that's good for Mizzou. Rock chalk, rock chalk. Yeah, okay, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jim Stark is the AD for Missouri, by the way. That was the, the name I couldn't come up with. But, yeah, I'm good with doing picks, Kevin. Yeah, let's do a um, little. Actually, you know what? We're going to do a condensed pick. We're going to pick the top games. Um, well, we got to go through all. If we do, you know, we got to go through want to go through all? Fine. We're going to go through them quick, though. So we're just going to make the play, make the pick. So we're just going to do it this way. We've got Houston at Tampa. Tampa's the underdog here at three and a half. Um, we just, we literally just talked for 15 minutes about Jameis Winston and how we either should or shouldn't sign him because he's going to do a 30 for 30, not yeah. in the same way that NFL <laughs> does their 30 for 30. So who do you guys got? I've got Houston. Well, first of all, this is a weird week in which, and I'll try and point it out if I see, if I see any weird line movement, but there's hardly any odd Vegasy line movement this week. Uh you know, if everyone's betting on Houston and it's getting harder to bet on Houston and that's kind of the the theme throughout the week. So it kind of looks like then that's kind of common as the season progresses. Vegas is basically sort of figuring out where to put these lines so they're not laying a line out there and then getting a bunch of sharp money on the other side and thinking yeah. holy fuck. Long story short, everyone's on Houston, and uh, it's gone from Tampa Bay giving up a point to Tampa Bay getting points. I'm still with Houston. I think I think they've woken up. I think they're a much better team, much better quarterback. So yeah. I don't think the three and a half, three points, whatever it is, matters. I just think they roll over Tampa. Houston, take the points. Yep. Okay. Winston, 30-30. 30 for 30. Yeah. Well, at this point, this game, six six picks. At this point, it'll be zero TDs and three picks per game. Yeah. So if he's going to hit that 30 for 30. 30 for 30. Jemias Winston, the year that was. (laughs) All right. I think that's a consensus because I'm picking Deshaun Watson. So that's a consensus. All right. The next game here, uh, I think we already know where Mr. C's going to pick is the Bills at Patriots, six and a half. You're picking the Bills. Picking with my heart. Yeah going with the bills actually i think they're gonna win i just i think the patriots are done yeah yeah this is a rare situation i mean the public's against the patriots here um i i gotta tell you my brain says new england but my heart says buffalo and i have too many reasons to want buffalo to win this game there's no way i'm picking against there's no way i'm picking new england in this game so okay zero analysis yeah all heart and emotion buffalo sometimes that's just the way you gotta go yeah 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 i'm I'm, i've got to mix it up i'll say this i definitely want the bills to win but in terms of our pickums i'm picking the patriots it's just they're playing at home yeah 
Last I, week, you know, it's you know my coldly old analytical. Yeah. I see how yeah. you are. Well, yeah. in, my, in my in my old even <laughs> even like football <laughs> football analysis aside, yeah, football analysis aside, it, it feels like one of those. Gambling wise, it feels like one of those games where we're all saying Brady's done and the Patriots are done. Buffalo comes to town and they just whoop their asses. Yes. You know, eventually people are Brady's not going to respond because he's going to be done. Right. Well, and I, eventually I'll be right. This could be the one. Brady's I was done. Right. Well, and it's great to call. And I mean, and, and to call to call back to back losses in Foxborough it would be pretty amazing too. Because uh, I don't know when the last time that's happened, but I'm sure it's been a this, long time. this weekend. The, yeah, well, this, yeah, this <laughs> yeah, yeah, called it here. Rams it's, at San Fran, yeah, San Francisco San Fran. favored by six and a half. I'm going with San Fran. I'm going with the boy genius. He doesn't, you know. Yeah, good this is the boy. This yeah. is the real boy genius against the fraud boy genius. Yep, in your words, exactly. And I'm going with the fraud boy genius. Um, <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could pick an overreaction because really both teams were disappointing last weekend. Uh, you know, both lost. The Rams lost big. Yeah. Um, six and a half is a lot of points, though. Also, everyone's on San Francisco, and Vegas hasn't moved this line. So that's not that's not a definitive statement from Vegas, but it does say they're real comfortable leaving it at six and a half. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take the points and take the Rams. I agree. I think the Rams will cover the points. I don't think they'll win, but yeah. they'll cover. I okay. agree. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I, I don't think they're gonna win, but they get the money. Yeah. This next game, Carolina at Indianapolis, six and a half in favor of the Colts. Um, we just saw the Colts lose last week. Um, I don't know. I I don't want to pick Carolina because they just look like. Apparently, the news in the locker room is that the players just did not like the firing of Ron Rivera. Like, who did? Did anyone no in the no world really like did. that firing? No one did. Mm-mm. What and the so, fuck? Who wh- who fired him? Oh, it's new, Tepper, that yeah, billionaire yep, guy. The new guy. The new CEO. What does being, he... Yeah. God, he's... I wonder... That's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a train wreck. Well, he, he's, yeah. either, he's either going to just clean house... Which is, and, I think, and what they're doing. And hire like a brain trust and actually kick ass. I think that's a possibility. I think it's going to be similar it, this to It all depends LA. on who he hires yeah. here. It's going to be that Silicon Valley, like, or, big money CEO guy that understands business and he understands how to run one. But how do you translate that to a football organization? Yeah, well, he, he ought understand to understand how to win football because it's not the same. Well, yeah. a good football yeah. owner doesn't run shit. They hire, no, no, they they hire, hire the right person guy to do it. Get out of the way. Well, this guy let that happen. Yeah. Well, hopefully he knows. Hopefully he's yeah. smart enough to do that. Right. Um, I don't know about we'll that. see. We'll yeah, see. I don't know. So, yeah. who do you guys pick here? I've got Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I was good. They have to win by wow. Six, how many seven points? points? Yeah. No, Carolina. Carolina. Well, no, no, Indianapolis sorry. has to win by Indianapolis has. I'm going to take Indianapolis. I think I'm going to take Colts. I hate the Colts. I'm going to pick Carolina because starting to like this board. The Colts, they don't, they don't blow anyone out. They don't, and they keep it too close for my liking. They had chances to end the you know Tampa game, and they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just picking because I just don't trust that they're gonna. Oh yeah, we're just gonna throw 42 points and keep you know putting our foot on the gas. It's gonna be like, oh, we're up 20 points. Okay, we're gonna allow them to come back with 10 or 13. So. Going to Carolina here. Uh, this is an easy one for me. New York Giants at Redskins minus two and a half. Redskins. I'm. I'm going to New York. I just don't trust. Is Eli starting this game? I believe so. Do we? Have I haven't. Him? I haven't heard anything that. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, maybe it looks like. Uh, what's his name? Danny Dimes is coming back. Danny Dimes coming injury. back. Yeah. I kind of like Eli to go over 500 career if he's starting the game. 
this game may as well be a pick em. Yeah, it looks like Daniel Jones practiced fully, takes most of the first team reps four hours ago as Giants.com. So. Uh, fuck. I'm still taking Giants then if it's Daniel Daniel Dimes. If it's Daniel Dimes, I've got Washington. Thanks. Yeah. Washington minus two and a half. I think that I this game sucks. So last night I was watching TV with my daughter. She's two and a half. She still wears diapers. And I'm like, something smells. And I thought, are my socks dirty or am I did I forget to wash my feet? <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? And my daughter looks up at me and she goes, I pooped. And that's what I think of this game. It's like just, it's fucking, yeah, it stinks. Yep. Really? Giants, Redskins? I'm just going to pick the Giants because they're not the Redskins. Yep. The Giants. I don't, I don't trust a win Haskins. Yeah, because this game yeah. stinks. Is anybody yeah. even going to watch it outside of those markets? No. So, no. Mr. Vegas, I have a question for you about this next pick. Okay. New Orleans at Tennessee, only three and a half. Does that not, does that not look weird? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That looks really weird. Yeah. New Orleans, New Orleans is only getting three points. Yep. Three and a half. Tennessee's pretty popular these days. Yeah. Tennessee is pretty popular these days. I take New Orleans. What happened here? Let me. Uh, yeah, Mr. Vegas. I give, told you I was off my game. I need to get I need to get up on my game. Give so, me Mr. C, assignment. give me your analysis while Mr. Vegas well, is. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Right? Why that's so low. Uh Tennessee is a darling right now because the Ryan Tannehill apparently mm-hmm. is the second coming of Jesus. If he was the second coming of Jesus, he'd still be in he'd still be in South Florida. He's not. He's riding a hot streak. They have a good running game, but their running back has a pulled hamstring and he's playing through it. They're missing their top two cornerbacks. There's no way Tennessee stays within three points of the New Orleans Saints in this game because Drew Brees He's got too many weapons, and mm-hmm. those weapons are too good. Who's well, the guy? Michael Thomas on the yep. outside? Mm-hmm. Who's going to cover him? No one on that Tennessee yeah, no defense. One, they're not even going to catch is, up to him. But it is Mike Rabel, yeah. who is a defensive you can guy. Only, you, you can know, only do you so can only much. Do so much. I, I agree. Yeah, you can only do so because if they cover Mike Thomas, if they double team him, who's going to get Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Like, they just got, they got too many weapons. Yeah. It's totally the Saints. So, you're right. This line doesn't make any sense. Yep. It makes even less sense when you see that Vegas opened it at like one point. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee getting one point. So Vegas loved Tennessee when they opened this game, when they set this line. Yep. Loved Tennessee. They they must have overestimated the the public's and the sharp players' appetite for Tennessee. New Orleans is getting an overwhelming amount of the action, and the line has moved to where now New Orleans has given up three, three and a half points. Since everyone's on New Orleans, it could just be that the general public moved this line because the general public yeah. can move a line. You just know they didn't if they're not on the side where the line's moving. Yeah. Uh, this still falls into the category, even though the line's moved. I think that's probably public money that's moved the line. And this is falling into that category of the line super fucking weird. I mm-hmm. don't get it. So I'm taking Tennessee. I was going to say, Tennessee didn't lose that bad against Houston, which right. is also a dynamic mm-hmm. offense as well. Now, granted, they don't have like – one could make the argument DeAndre Hopkins versus Michael Thomas. I, I personally would probably I'll take, take Michael DeAndre. Thomas. Yeah, I would take yeah. DeAndre. Uh, just I like his play style a little bit more. He's a little okay. more. Yeah, yeah, I would take the idea. Um, so they didn't lose that bad. It was only what, I think twenty four twenty one. They lost by three, and this is three and a half. Now, granted, I will say this: New Orleans has a better defense. 
than Houston does. Mm-hmm. So, I don't feel great about this game. Yeah. But I, I, I can see a world in which Tennessee wins yeah. with their good defense. Exactly. I think yeah. Vrabel's a good coach. Yeah. I don't think he'll get well, outcoached by the, Sean Payton. Who's the Texans running back? No idea. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Carlos Hyde. <laughs> yeah. Right. Carlos Hyde. Okay. Who's the Saints running back? Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah, you or, actually know uh, who he is. Yeah. Who else? Yeah, yeah. Some other guy, too. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, they got a couple of good guys. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's balanced. Yeah. So I think I'm going to agree with, and it's hard, because I see where it's like, again, I look. that's why I looked at the line. I was like, three and a half. That, yeah, I feel, no that feels way too low. If I actually bet, I would bet. Yeah. Um, yeah, this I don't is, actually bet. It's, it's but this is one of those lines that you feel like is really designed to to suck you into New Orleans. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going Tennessee because I I'm still I don't know why I'm so enamored with Mike Rabel. Maybe it's I don't just, know either. Maybe it's his well, eyes. it's because he's a great know. coach. He's a good guy. Yeah, I and like, he's Andy. Yeah. And, yes, Andy is a he, by all counts he is a good guy. That yeah. helps too. Uh, this next game, uh, this is super hard for me to pick. I know who I want to win. It's just my God, the points. Baltimore at Cleveland plus ten and a half. There's just a lot of turmoil right now, and the uh, well continued turmoil in the Browns camp. Odell now backpedaling, backpedaling. Now he's saying, "Well, I didn't buy a house to sell it." It's like, yeah, okay, it's full of shit. yeah, it's full of shit. You yeah. want you want to leave? You'd sell we know. Heartbeat. So, Mister C, where are you feeling? The the darling Baltimore Ravens. Now, granted, remember the last time they met, they, Cleveland won. Yeah, Cleveland won. Cleveland won pretty, you know, handily. Uh, but granted, that was before Lamar Jackson kind of hit that stride. The defense got their playmakers, and things just started clicking. So this is obviously dip, very big difference between the first half. So quarter, here's my question. You know? Does Baltimore need to win any more games to lock up the one seed? I think yes. they need to win one more. If they win one more, they need to – okay. Yep. It, it's a division game. They're probably going to want to crush the Browns because yep. the Browns were probably being picked over the Ravens. They did beat the Ravens. I think they cover. Okay. They got a chip on their shoulder. They still have something to play for. Now, if this was two weeks from now, it's a whole different story. Very different. Yeah. So, Jeff, I do have a question. So, the opening line that I'm seeing for Baltimore and Cleveland was minus seven and it's moved up to 10. Right. And so, uh, this is, and, and this is an example where I was saying that line movement isn't really telling us much this week. Okay. Because it opened at uh, Baltimore favored by seven. Everybody jumped on Baltimore and they took three more points away yeah. from Baltimore. So, they're like, we need to get some more people on Cleveland. You know, if everyone was jumping on Baltimore and they went the opposite way, you'd think, jump on Baltimore. That's just not how things are going this year. So it doesn't really tell us anything. Okay. You know, the public and the Sharps are on Baltimore or whatever it is. It, the money's outweighed. The money's on Baltimore. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, there's a gambling tent you're supposed to follow. It's, uh, you know, if there's a freight train like Baltimore covering every number. You bet on them or you get out of the way. Well, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm not betting on them. I'm not getting out of the way. I actually am not going to bet this game, I don't think. Yeah. But I am going to pick Cleveland because it's like, you, they got to, I mean, are they going to come in at 14 and 2? I get, you know what? Baltimore probably is going to finish the year at 14 and 2. But until they do, I'm going to assume that they're going to trip up somewhere and uh, may as well be this week. So yeah. Cleveland plus 10 and a half. I, they got to like, blow a tire, you know, run over a pothole. Something's got to happen to this team, right? Or yeah. I might say that all the way to them winning the Super Bowl. It's not the not going to happen the implosion <clears throat> of the Cleveland Browns. Well, like, didn't you say Baker Mayfield can't take any criticism because he won a Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma? Well, whifty friggin' do. No, Mayfield's off. Welcome to the awful. NFL. Mayfield's awful. I can't believe I'm yeah. picking Mayfield again, but there I am. 
It's like last is week. It you, should I picked, you should bet a dollar just because. I, I picked bet Trubisky on that game. I bet a dollar. And no, I'm not betting a fucking single dollar on How about this game. 50 cents? No. We'll make it a gentleman's bet. No. Okay. No. <laughs> because it, cause I'm telling you what, any amount of money that exchanges hands feels way worse than the amount of money that actually exchanges hands. It could be five bucks. It could be 10. It could be 50. It wouldn't really matter. What would hurt is my pride that I put hard-earned money on the Browns. On about, the Browns. What yeah. about barbecue? We that. could we could make your pride feel better with barbecue. <laughs> we could do it on some barbecue. Okay. Wait. No. Wait. Okay. Fine. Q thirty nine or Joe's or where you want dealer's choice. Okay. All right. All right. We'll do That's some barbecue. Good, cool. It's a win win either yeah. way, and I don't. We just feel get like, some good I don't barbecue. I feel like a big time loser yeah. with ten and a half. Mm, yeah, barbecue. I'm picking Baltimore. It's hard for me to pick against Lamar. He's he's a he's a very smart kid. Mm-hmm. He is. He's a kid. He's like 22. Yeah, Victor, he's younger than Joe Burrow, yeah. if you hadn't heard that a gazillion fucking time. <laughs> I like Lamar. He shows me a lot of dynamics, and I think this is the first quarterback that we've actually seen that threw for 30 touchdowns and then also rushed for 1,000 yards. There's mm-hmm. never been a quarterback to do that. And I think Randall Cunningham wasn't that much closer. He, got, he had like 30 touchdowns, but it was like, 700 something yards rushing so it was like if randall cunningham played in today's nfl he would have he would have done it by now yeah sure. same with michael sure. Vick. yep yeah um, different different errors of nfl correct. for these guys yeah. so for sure uh yeah. this is Good a first point. i never thought about this is the first you know player that we've seen this. God, I, w- I wish warren moon could play in the modern era oh my god yeah. that run and shoot for the all oh, yeah. boy oh yeah yeah so yeah i've got baltimore underrated like yeah uh, underrated great warren moon this next one Steelers at New York Jets plus two and a half. Um, this is another line that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I'm picking the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets. I'm liking the Jets. I'm liking Sam Darnold. I'm going with the Steel Curtain. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. The Steelers have something to play for. They're playing for a playoff spot. They're in the playoffs right now, and the Jets wanting to keep it. Playing for a top five pick. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm changing it. They got something to play for. Gosh, I'm so convincing. Duck, Duck, Duck needs to prove himself. Duck, he, he, yeah. They do they do have something to play for? Yeah, they do have something to play for. Just really, yeah, you're playing just to not be that bad for this week, but they have nothing to play for. Not really. This is this is a weird one because I don't think either of these teams is really that good. Uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have neither team as a quarterback, frankly. Yeah, no. They um, don't. Well, I would disagree, but yeah. I know you like yeah. Sam Darnold. I do, but <laughs> I say everybody... give him another year. I mean, don't you give the quarterback three years? Yeah, you got to give Darnold three too. Here's the thing, though: home team's getting three points. I don't think either team's really good. And frankly, you just you just told me the better quarterbacks on the Jets. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So the better quarterbacks at home, mm-hmm. the better quarterbacks getting two and a half, three points. Everybody's on Pittsburgh. Vegas hasn't moved the line. I'm taking the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. This is a game that we really don't have to talk about much at all. We got the Bengals at Dolphins. Just give me your picks. I don't even want to talk about it. I like the Bengals. I like the Colors. Bengals. I yeah, do too. The Bengals. This yeah. is actually the only I know you don't <laughs> want to talk about. It. This is yeah. like the only game I could find where the line moved and I'm not what we're did, not even yeah. going to talk about yeah. it. Just take the Bengals. Yep. I'm Bengals. taking the Dolphins. <laughs> they got demolished last week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this one at all. Uh, Jacksonville at Atlanta. Atlanta's favored seven and a half points. Jacksonville covers. Jacksonville covers. Manchu gets his feet back mm-hmm. under him. Yep. 
Well, is this where we... Did you say Tom Coughlin just got fired? I was going to bring that point up. So Tom Coughlin did just get fired about an hour ago from what Twitter says. Mm. So it's very raw. There's other also stories of players like Fournette being fined for being inactive but sitting on the sidelines by Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin is a world-class dick by pretty much all accounts. So the question I want to ask before you make your pick does this make the players play loose well right? that's They're my not so tense They're maybe like, let me let me yeah. yeah so here's here's the deal i feel like tom coughlin he's obviously not the coach he's the gm mm-hmm. but a lot of teams bounce from players coach to disciplinarian mm-hmm. and vice versa and something you see a lot of times is the disciplinarian goes the players coach comes in sometimes as an interim coach mm-hmm. And in the short term, there's like this feeling of looseness and freedom. Mm-hmm. And the players are stoked about it. Yeah. You know, they, they feel they it's a weight. Right. Yeah. And and so and they respond with with good mm-hmm. play and wins. Now, now, sometimes a year or two later, the lack of discipline catches up to you. Yeah. And all of a sudden the team falls apart and everything goes to hell. But everybody's the out for Raiders. themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But everybody's in the, out for themselves. in the short term, a lot of times it's parties on i'm taking Uh jacksonville here i think the team gets i think the team is going to be motivated by this firing tom coffin probably has a couple guys Minshew is probably one of them since he drafted Uh so hopefully Minshew doesn't hopefully it's done gloom up Minshew. i don't think it will because i think he's just a scrappy kid you know he works out pre games in his jock strap or whatever he does with his stash yeah and i think there'll be a lot of other players who want to Want to say fuck you to Tom Coughlin mm-hmm. and do so and by, we're gonna win. by yeah. by winning a big game and mm-hmm. you know so I love Jacksonville after this news. Yeah, last week I picked Atlanta, my heart, and uh, we do paid well. off. Yeah, paid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's the case this week. Um, we're just getting to that point where I just like these last three weeks, four weeks have been pretty to my eyes. They've been pretty fluky for the Falcons. This is what we should have seen early in the year. We did not. If they played this way maybe earlier in the season and kind of kept that momentum, maybe we're a playoff team. I don't know. But right now, um, yeah, I'm just going to have to pick Jacksonville. And it's kind of my bittersweet pick mm-hmm. of the week. If they win, you know, if my pick wins, great. If Atlanta wins, I'm happy because they your won. Team. Yeah, it's Bet my team. a dollar. Yeah. Uh, this next team, um, the Oakland Raiders playing against the Chargers, minus six and a half. I'm picking Oakland. I, I don't like the number for the Chargers here. I just don't see how Phillip Rivers continues. I don't know. I'm picking Oakland. It was their last game last week at home, you know, in Oakland. So They're never playing in Oakland they're again. They're never playing again. Yeah, this, that was the this last. Is my, this is mm-hmm. my daughter's poopy, poopy diaper again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is the poopy diaper pick. I'm going to pick. I'm gonna, I can't. Yeah, I can't pick either one because I I just hate them both. And how about a tie game? Can we call a tie game? <laughs> Can we go zero tie, zero yeah. tie game? Five picks, both quarterbacks <laughs> each. Poopy diaper. That would be dope. Not picking. Tie Not game. Picking. Okay. Mr. Parks, Mr. Vegas, what are we what are we thinking here? Line Jeez. obviously has not moved. This can't. Yeah. This. I, I can't even waste any time. I'm just gonna take Oakland. I don't give okay. A shit. Cool. <laughs> it's, no, it's a poopy I like diaper. It. Um, this one I think is a little easier. Uh, so today, just a little context here. Uh, the Detroit Lions have come out and said we're going to keep Patricia for another year. So it looks like he's getting his three-year. I think that's a good move. I think it's a good move just for consistency 
You got to give a guy you know? three years. You got to give him a chance to to do it. And the fact that Detroit this year lost Matt Stafford for mm-hmm. pretty much the second half of the season is not, you know, how can you really show your best when your quarterback your is quarterback not, is yeah, not right? there? Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. So, Jeff, I want to start with you first. Detroit versus Broncos, because I know you don't like Patricia. You think he's, you know, goofy, got a little bit of a bozo, wearing a pencil with... <laughs> yeah, a pencil with, <laughs> with a laminate, laminate. play sheet. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know. I... Which Drew Locke... Yeah, which we only got two game samples. The real Drew Locke, please stand up. (laughs) Probably neither of the ones we've seen. Yeah, neither. You're right. Somewhere in the middle. You're right. Yeah. And I watched him at Mizzou. He's not that good. He's he's, not that bad. Right. But Denver's okay. Yeah. And they can got a run game. Your defense is kind of getting where they need to. But I think when you've got a, I I think I like Denver here. I like him for the bounce back. I. I think they are excited about Drew Locke there, even though he had a rough game in Kansas City last yeah. week. But I think they're going to be motivated. Yeah. I think every every team's always pretty motivated in the NFL. But yeah. Denver being at home, it's a lot of yeah, points. But you're I, at the comfort. Uh, you get to play in your mile high. and Yeah. Detroit's a... Detroit can't do anything on offense right now, and yeah. defensively they're not that great. Either, yeah, blowhole so. is Denver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blowhole. Yeah. So we got a consensus there. So yeah. nice, nice All job, right. guys. All right. Uh, this one's another uh, NFC lease uh, special. We got Cowboys. This is the game of Philly. the year, isn't it? Now, this is the yeah. Well, that's what they. That's what the Philly fans are saying. Oh, it's the game. Of, this is the game of the year for Carson no, Wentz. It's not. It's not game no. of the year. No game of the year, no. guys. This is my daughter's pooper, poopy diaper again, guys. This is two seven the and seven Cowboys, America's team. The Philadelphia They're Eagles. They're seven and seven. Is this game Sunday? Is this game not Sunday night it's football? Not. No, the Chiefs. It's a three twenty. That's actually pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, They're they should have seven. They, they should have flexed, flexed a game that mattered. I mean, the, the Chiefs need to win anyway. Yeah. I, it, so the Chiefs are still on because of Pat Mahomes. Right. Yeah. That's right. why no, that's, that's a Sunday night game. You're, it's, I you're agree. Correct. 100p. These two um, teams are seven and seven. Well, yeah, they are. That is yeah. that is a fact. Um, the question shit. is, though, Chiefs who do you pick? Damn, that thing moved. It uh, moved? Who's we'll the talk home about team? It. Philadelphia? Philly. Yep. I'm taking Philly. You're taking Philly at home? Yeah. Marky Any, Mark. Yeah. Me okay. too. Invincible. Me too. Philly at home, getting a couple points. Why not? I'm going to have to go against the consensus. I'm going to pick America's team. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Because you Nobody saw that on circles right? the wagon like the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. No, I'm picking Dallas. I just, I feel like. Wrong. I know. It's, I know. <laughs> we have strong opinions. I know. We're not afraid to share them. <laughs> and I am okay with p- making the wrong picks, but. Bet a dollar. Yeah. This next game. Uh, this is a tough Every one for me. Every time we do this segment, I'm like on my phone putting these bets in because I feel like for some reason, if I don't right now, the line might move more. Jesus. This next one is a. Uh, I may have to go against. Uh, I hate doing this. You know, you know this because we're in the same boat. Cardinals at Seattle, nine and a half. Oh man, nine and a half. I'm taking Seattle on the points now. Remember, I early in this week, Josh Gordon uh-huh. got. Indefinitely suspended for again yep. breaking the substance, uh, abuse. substance abuse policy. Uh, is this? I do want to talk about that because I feel very sad for Josh Gordon. Just his well, he entire cleaned, he cleaned up for a while. He did. He like, did, he and then relapsed together, and then and that was the thing. He relapsed in New England. That's why they. And then they him. brought him back. Mm-hmm. Then they traded him, and then he relapsed in Seattle. So I just feel very sad, just as an overall, because he's a good player. It's just 
this this it's lingering kind of a, problem. It's a kind of a, a what could have been, and I think mm -hmm. if you want to have that discussion, I think the discussion we need to have is truthfully the man needs help. Yeah, he does. I mean, let's just let's just understand that. But I do not think, and I don't do any drugs. I do not think it should still be illegal. Yeah, I, I just and I think that's what the way the world is going these days. I do yep. not think we're going to say it illegal for very much longer. It's some places longer than others. Yeah, but. He's losing his career because he keeps getting suspended for smoking marijuana, mm -hmm. and I don't think that's right. Yeah. I mean, he definitely needs help, though, because he's obviously shown a propensity of not being able to stop. Yeah. So you're picking Seattle in the points. I am taking half. Seattle in the points. Now, I do want to bring up a quote you say. It it's is too many points. Too many points. Is that Yeah, not... but it's friggin' Arizona, okay? It's Arizona. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mr. Parse, uh, Mr. Vegas, what are, we, what are we looking at? What are we seeing here? Well, and uh, the line did open at 10. Now, CBS does a weird, they just lock at a line and they don't move it. But yeah, okay. the opening line was 10. It hasn't moved. Do you think there's too many points for Seattle? Well, what's weird is Vegas kind of got the line right here. About 50-50 okay. action, you know. Um, like you said, line opened and moved a whole lot. Not... Not getting a whole lot there. <sighs> this is a tough one to pick. Yep. I uh but I'm gonna take Seattle in the points because I think I think they see uh like Kyler Murray's uh ceiling mm -hmm. if he were to realize every bit of potential he could would be Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually don't. I actually think his ceiling is below Russell Wilson. His ceiling is a discount Russell mm -hmm. Wilson. Yes, uh, just because he's too short. He, he's he smaller. Is the guy who's too short. Mm -hmm. You know, we had I Drew Brees, we had Russell Wilson. These guys get shorter and shorter, and they're still good. Cool. Kyler Murray though, too he's short. Just too small. Too short. Too just too small. I think it's still too early to tell. Probably. Because, hey, Doug Flutie. Yeah. I think if Doug Flutie had been given an honest chance in the National Football League, I think he would have been a really, really good quarterback. I agree. Yeah. And I, um, Kyle Murray could I, be that guy. I don't know how tall those two guys are, but I Doug Doug Flutie, Flutie was, Flutie was five like nine. five four. At least, well, he was tiny for his. Look up his Wikipedia right for now. his time in five ten. Doug Flutie. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray's gonna say he's five ten too. He's not. He's um, like five eight. Okay. Which is, yeah. So yeah. he's my height. Seriously, like the, he's a little more with, physically with fit. With Kyler than Murray me. standing next to a guy who's actually five ten, he looks smaller right it doesn't and, make sense and, high yeah. heels. in 510 yep. in the nfl in the 90s is a lot taller than 510 in the nfl in 2019 i i just i just think kyler murray finally is too short i think they see up close what that kind of threat can look like i'm just going to take seattle on the points i think okay. seattle's just going to sort of roll over him at home sure yeah I think and cruising well into in the postseason it's in arizona they got nothing to play for yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I'm, they do. Whenever, they, whenever yeah. you've got a young coach and a young quarterback, they got something to prove. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna bet this game. I think the Lions right on the money, building for next year. But I'm picking Seattle. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you guys. Okay. Mainly because it's ten points. I'm gonna pick Arizona. It's too many points. I'm gonna pick Arizona, but I do expect it to be. Seattle that wins mm -hmm. so it's just all about the points uh at least in this case but I do want and th the secondary reason is because as we talked about Seattle gets up 
like they did in Atlanta. They were mm-hmm. up like thirty something points and then just stopped. They mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't like run. They didn't like. Uh, we'll maybe do a few more touchdowns just to like pad it and make sure it's like for sure you can't win. It's like no, we're gonna let allow teams to come back and make it really close and. Yeah, they're not blowing yeah, teams out. They're not. And, and, it's, and that's the I mean, problem. Th- this one looks a lot like it could be Seattle by 10 in garbage time TD yeah. from Arizona for a backdoor cover. Yeah. You know, I. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprising. No strong. I've got why, no strong yeah. opinion. And that's on this why I'm game. just. Yeah. I do Seattle want wins. Russell to win. I like the Seattle Seahawks to do it, but. It's on just on little... this, this next one, yeah. I think in the interest of fairness, we have to move this line for where we pick this game. Um, okay. Because. How about Seeps, we do this? I'm. We're going to swap the game. So we're going to go to Monday night. Good call. Green Bay versus Vikings. Vikings favored at four and a half. Four and a half or five and a half, depending on where you yeah. look. But yeah. Uh, CBS is saying four and a half. But yeah. Like we'll we'll pick said, it at four, yeah, four and a half. We'll do five. four and a half. Um, Mr. C, how are you liking this one? This is Kirk Cousins at home. We've been kind of making fun of Kirk Cousins out the whole season saying, like, he doesn't win primetime. He. Likes his routine. He's, a, he's an animal of routine. He loves his makeup. He loves, touches. yeah. He likes going to, you know, Cracker Barrel at 4.30 to get <laughs> I like going to Cracker Barrel. I'm, I'm a fan of that place. I'm also open for sponsorship dollars. Cracker Barrel, if you're listening. But this is another I division also like game. Cheese. This is the NFC North. Um, yeah, where are we feeling? I'm not, I think, I feel Green Bay is going to get bounced. They're just, they don't show me anything that shows classic Rodgers. They don't show me anything explosive about their team. Their defense is thin paper. I just, I don't see them winning or making any kind of deep run. Yeah, but the Vikings are just the Vikings. Like, they always find a way to not come through. They always get really, really close, and then something happens. And for that reason, I'm picking the pack. That's something that happens, though, usually happens in the postseason. It can happen before the postseason. It can. It I, could. It could. It does. This, I'm not yeah. real confident in my pick, but you know, hey, green and gold. I I kind of don't like this pick. Um, <laughs> the Cracker uh, Barrel, send us money. This this line opened at four and a half. Everyone's on the pack, and it went up to five and a half. So now the Packers are getting five and a half points mm-hmm. instead of four and a half points. Vegas saying keep on that pack. I don't like betting on the Vikings against the Packers. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to. Yep. Because there is a Vegas play here and it is Minnesota. Yeah. And um I what makes me feel better about this play is that Aaron Rodgers is not that good this year. Mm-hmm. And um Minnesota's got a good defense and Kirk Cousins doggone it has looked looked pretty good at times and he's been in between him and dalvin cook that offense can go and so yep are you guys going to give me a hard time when the pack loses this game no no we're going to give our buddy scott a hard time oh good five dollar foot long is going to get a hard (laughs) all right we're going to go ahead and go through this last pick the kansas city versus chicago game uh kansas city playing at chicago with the you know chicago's underdog four and a half uh this is overwhelmingly, at least on CBS, well, you know, eighty-five to fifteen percent. Frankly, and I, I hope this doesn't fuck you up too bad. We've got to pick this game at six points, in my opinion, five or, or f- five and a half at the very least, because my bookie's got it at five and a half. This line, you know, Sports Insights is saying it should be six now, and it jumped right away. Okay, um, my bookie's got it at six and a half. 
I think we got to at least pick this game. I, I think we really should pick this game at six or five and a half or six. I don't care. I'm picking the Chiefs no matter what the number is. Though. I yeah. don't care how high you go. I think the Chiefs are going to blow them out. I think it's going to be double digits, if not more. I do not think the Bears hold a candle to what the Chiefs yeah. got. I yeah. think it's party time. I think the Chiefs, mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think I think we saw the, the Chiefs went up something that it, that game last week against Denver was done by the second quarter. Yeah. And no, the Chiefs was, yeah. and, and, and something that Andy Reid does or doesn't do, and every now and then it bites him in the ass. The team crawls back and beats him. Mm-hmm. But I'm convinced that Andy Reid will go up on a team and say, Belichick has seen enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting anything else on film. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting another gotcha play on film. And they, I think they could have won that game last week, forty something to three. They didn't show their cards, right? They're right. not. They're not going to show one more. One they more. They don't need to. He's that not going to show one yeah. more play that schemes Tyreek Hill wide open deep. Not another goddamn play. Yeah. If anything, he might be fucking around. I, yeah. If this line opened at four and a half. Vegas fucked up. Everybody hopped on the Chiefs. They've got it all the way up at six, six and a half. Yeah, this number doesn't matter until it gets past 10. So we'll just ask you guys this, because I think we're all consensus, so we all pick the Chiefs the here. Chiefs. Um, Chiefs. Just, just to put it out there, are we not worried about the 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 Bears' defense? Are we not worried? I think the know? only way that the Bears cover is if the Chiefs get to the point where this game is so in hand yeah. that the backups come in. Yeah, I think that's the only way the Bears make a game of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thought about the defense, but I've been watching the Bears, and they have a good defense, but I haven't... Their defense has never scared me this year. You know, it's never... I've never watched a a Bears game this year and thought, wow, man, who could could stand in the pocket against that defense? Like, they, you know, they rush the passer okay, but they're not blowing up every pocket. They're... And and Andy Reid knows how to scheme some offensive football. So yeah. I mean, while the Bears D is the only chance they have in this mm-hmm. game, it, it you know they do have uh, they do have Matt Nagy and they do have Chase Daniel there. So <laughs> so you're saying so hold on so you're saying if Chase Daniel starts, <laughs> you're picking the Bears. If Chase Daniel started this game, I would still be picking the Chiefs. Okay. But would you pick the Bears to cover though? No. At six and a half points. Not at six and a half points. Okay. What if it was 10? Yeah. That's a... Okay. So there are the picks for week 16. Um, There are definitely some really good games for this weekend. Uh, Obviously, the Kansas City game in Chicago, this is going to just help Kansas City climb up the ranks. But we do need help. We do need the Bills. Bills who are going to beat the Pats. They need to beat the Pats to help just, you know... Chiefs are getting the two seed. Yeah, to push us right to that two seed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep, and those are primarily all the the NFL news. And this is – enjoy it, guys. We've only got two regular season games plus, you know, the playoffs. So, you know, football's getting right right up there. Um, Yeah, I'm not – I guess we have the NBA, but it's all Lakers and – Clippers and load management bullshit. So, yeah, yeah. the NBA is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the NBA. Yeah, I. Because, like, oh, they're not going to play a guy and that's their star player. And, like, what? It, 
what are you supposed to do on that? I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. We've talked about it before. I think, well, not on the pod, but we've talked with our group of other people at work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I said, why not just extend the season out, right? You start a little earlier and then you end a little later. Because then you can spread. Yeah, you just spread how much. You get the players. Yeah, you get the players rest. You don't, you know, they don't even do back to backs anymore. So it's not like that's that big of a deal. Makes you wonder how the guys did it back in the day. Mm hmm. Like, uh, people did this for decades. So I will actually do have a theory that I've heard before. It's like, you know, when back in like the 70s and 80s, when you had the off season, you really had the off season. You had guys playing golf, smoking cigars, doing all that, you know, just having fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays players have to, you're going around the world, you have to continue to work out. So you're just putting, you're continually putting wear and tear on your body. And so this is this idea of like, when you're just constantly working, your body just breaks down because it just never gets rest. But there's also the difference today of the modern technology correct. of medical treatments no, for correct. their body to I help agree. it recover that they didn't have. I mean, I, yep. I think there's a balance there. Yeah. I think I think the difference is there's a better understanding of how many games do you need to win and how much stress do you need to put on your mm-hmm. body to be fresh so that you don't fall off the cliff come the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's a whole lot of reasons. I could make an argument for either side yeah. if I just sat down and thought about it for a while. I could BS my way into this one. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's just more so just play the fucking game. You guys just are playing. Just guys have are, some fun. Get out there and have a good so time. So, like, I think Charles Barkley even said, it's like, if you want to take 20 games off a season, then you're going to be paid 20 less games. Yeah, like, you get paid to play. Yeah, you so get paid you for play, the whole 80 paid. plus, yeah. you know, games plus the off season. That's what you're paid for. If you don't want to play for 80 games, we're going to pay you for 62, right? Right. That's a 20%. That's 25%. 25%. I am, I am yeah. a math guy. You yeah. Know, really. So you're going to yeah. give us a 25% discount. Yeah. Right? You're giving 25% of that salary back. Let's mm-hmm. see them give up the games then. Oh, yeah. no, I'm playing. Yeah, I'll play. Uh, oh, I get paid by the minute? Yeah. Uh, I'm on the floor. <laughs> you're now, you're you're now hourly. taking me off the floor. You're now hourly. Yeah. Minutely. Minutely. <laughs> you get paid by the minute. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if, if you all heard of, uh, I think generally, and I understand where you're coming from, Mr. CM probably say the same i could probably tuck myself into either Mm -hmm. either position here but my my gut instinct is to say these teams should figure out what works best for them in the long term Mm -hmm. you know what's gonna what's gonna get them to the ultimate goal which is the the playoffs and then a championship and so i'm okay with i'm okay with the the rest yeah um which is what the clippers are doing they're building their their own way into the championship if they win it this year what do you, know, you all think of uh, of that midseason tournament idea? I think it's dumb. I can't. What are you, I can't, what are you playing for? Well, so they're talking about playing more games. I, I can't. Uh, I can't articulate exactly what the winning. You know what the incentive was going to be, yeah, I but I do remember it. hearing it and thinking, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I, I don't know. I mean, I could. I could think of a way that. I can't think of a way where it really makes sense, but if you can somehow incentivize a midseason tournament somehow, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you would do it. Yeah, um, I think they said it was going to be like a million dollar prize pool or something like that, right, for the tournament. Well, so. I would like the idea that yeah, if you could incentivize it with money for the players, but then the only thing I could think of is the tournament winner either gets an automatic buy into the playoffs if they miss the playoffs, or gets a ladder up seed 
you know, gets an instant seed bump in the playoffs. So if they were the two seed, but they'd win, they'd won the midseason tournament. Yeah, like a one, they become the one. So seed. what happens to the one? Is my question. The one then gets bumped down to two because the one should have won the midseason tournament if they wanted Ooh, to. So to we can talk about that. Their, yeah, their one seed locked down. I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. No, no, I know. That's I just not, made that yeah. shit up, no, no, and that's not right. even their idea. Correct. I just think if you could incentivize a midseason tournament, then we'd be good. So the question becomes because let's let's. I will use historical context here, right? Teams like the Golden State Warriors really didn't try hard until, what, after the All-Star break? Until they had to. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, turn the switch on, KD, Clay, and Steph, and Draymond, you're all good, right? Mm-hmm. And that was their rest. That's why they didn't skip any games out, because at the time, when you're Golden State Warrior with KD, you just kind of move your way into the playoffs, right? Now it's kind of evened out, right? Steph and Golden State Warriors are just injured. They're out of the. They're really out of the game. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi and Paul George. Okay, they're doing their thing in L.A. And then the Lakers are just dominating everyone. Are they going to be the next seventy-three and nine, whatever? Maybe go even more. Who knows? I, who else in the league is really going to compete against L.A. The L.A. teams. That's what I'm trying to think of. I can't think. I don't see the. 76ers doing it. I don't see Boston doing it. I don't see the Raptors. It's the NBA's fixed, so I don't know why yeah. we're talking about this. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of I like I've never <laughs> Okay, so being from I'm gonna Kansas have to City, learn some NBA. We I'm, never had we never had the NBA here, so I never yeah. grew up watching it. It's hard for me to really buy in. Whereas you talk college basketball, I, I could talk oh, yeah. KU mm-hmm. to same thing with hockey. I love hockey. But I can't really talk it because we don't really have hockey here in yeah. Kansas City. Although I love hockey, yeah. I follow hockey. It's still it's hard to talk it when you don't you didn't grow up with it. You don't know the history. You don't you don't really know. Yeah. Like you, it's a part of your life every day, like we do with baseball and football, because yeah. that's what we've got here in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean it's hard. And although I hate the idea of a midseason tournament, I think it cheapens why, like. Why mess with a formula that's worked for every professional sports league? You have a regular well, but season it and a postseason. It doesn't really work. It doesn't really work for baseball anymore. Well, and it doesn't. It frankly, I mean, I, I think what they're finding is that it doesn't really work for basketball. I, I think I I, I I actually like the idea of a midseason tournament, or I like the idea of let's get the season. Let's just keep cutting games out of the season. Well, and I think, I think the solution is you don't have a mid season tournament because it cheapens your actual postseason. Why do you have to have a postseason in the middle of the season? That's postseason for a reason you cut games out. And I do think yeah. the NBA and the MLB, they play too many games, mm-hmm. right? They really, that's play the real solution here, it's but oversaturated, but uh, we got to find a solution that involves not money. making less money, making, making uh, as much money. or more. Well, money, and here's so. also, the, well, here's also the, the problem too, right? If you listen, I know, it's not the actual solution, but let's say we take out what twenty games, fifteen. Well, right? for baseball, you only have to take out like eight to ten. Sure, get but, it back down to one fifty. Sure, but I with NBA, right? If we take out fifteen to twenty games, right? Mm-hmm. If we just take that out, well, doesn't that kind of cheapen stats now for the legacy players that had the extra years? We have of, ratios you know, for a reason. Sure, right? No, no, <laughs> correct. But people, yeah. but people don't look at it that way. They see it as total volume. Go back to math class. Yeah. Well, yeah. unfortunately, math America doesn't talking, go back. Yeah. Go back to math unfortunately, class. Understand a ratio. Right. Well, but understanding the total to volume. We're talking right? about we're talking about sports fans yeah. here. We mean we total can read volume. some numbers, hey, but we're not doing like any numbers. division. They like yeah. numbers when it works for their favor. There's a we difference. Like the divi- divided by that's why four. we need that. Listen, 
We got <laughs> we got on base percentage. And that's a good one. OPS, I like OPS. And then there's also a stat called on base plus OPS. So we don't even have to add yeah, those fucking two things do, together. Yeah, you have to add them together. Like, <laughs> so, how hard can it? Come on, people. We need these stats spoon fed to us. So until I can go to. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I guess they kind of do that in the points per game. But yeah, until until they show me points per 87 games or whatever mm-hmm. on pro whatever pro basketball reference I ain't doing that fucking math <laughs> exactly it's like you play, you play your 62 games and then you figure out what the ratio is and then you multiply it to figure out what it'd be over 82 games it's not hard yeah. we'll do the math if yeah. they shorten the NBA season we'll do the math we'll do the they'll math. never so, shorten any season it's, it, it cost them money they'll never do it yeah never um so yeah uh I actually don't have much tech news uh, for this day today, there is some tech news, but it's more so just my kind of nerdy tech news. So I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine to talk about it if you want, but nah, uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's, okay. it's more like enterprise tech and no one cares about enterprise tech. So I'm just going to leave it to that. But I will say this. Actually, we will talk about tech giants. Okay. In the holiday season. I think this is a good mishmash. Yeah, because holiday break starts in two days. Mm-hmm. Not excited at all. So Google's Larry Page gave $400 million in Christmas donations, but none of them went to actual charities. So this is my question, right? Because it's a way to get around skirting the charity rule, right? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Now, granted, it's still a positive thing. Who did thing. it go to? Uh Again, it's just general Christmas. Stuff. So overall, four hundred million into. So he gave people four hundred million dollars of Christmas gifts. Yeah. Okay, more power to him. Wait, sure. so he yeah. did? Did he donate forty four hundred million to to what to to foundations? Where these monies? Yeah. So here's go? so here's the actual because if, the, if these just went to foundations, then so it's just a tax on. deal. I, I which, know. Hold on. So here's how it actually is broken down. Larry donated four hundred million to the Larry Foundation, <laughs> which then dispersed <laughs> the hilarious. legal minimum five percent to the Larry Fund, controlled by Larry. By the way, there's a so he gave four hundred million dollars to himself. Oh, screw you! Dude. If you're looking for some place to donate, there's a Jeff Foundation <laughs> DM. There is uh, Kevin Fund for details. <laughs> there is there is no there is no Mr. C Foundation. This guy could go. You know what? Let's start taxing this stuff. Let's start taxing this guy, okay? If you got $400 million to donate to yourself, you need to start paying your fair share of taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is That's what, all I have to say yeah. about that. That's craptastic. Yeah. Yes. That's worse than my daughter's diaper. That's the diaper she had at 2 o'clock in the morning when she was one year old, and it exploded through her friggin' onesie in the middle of the night, and I had to change it and give her a bath when I was half asleep. Yeah. That's what that is done yeah Yeah. for for me this is where i love everything that tech does for us as a society and it moves humanity forward but this is one of those areas where it's just like to me is a black eye it is a black eye to the tech business and to the tech industry to say these multi not just millionaires these are billionaires billionaires. these are billionaires that skirt the system and is like real like could you not have really just given your 400 million to like to actually help people, right? You have so much money that someone's family would like, never you, imagine. What do you yeah. need it for? You're rich beyond your wildest dreams. You can never possibly spend all that money 
why are you such a miser, Mr. Grinch? And unfortunately, for a lot of these kind of billionaires and these very hyperactive you know, CEO mm-hmm. levels, they just want more of it. And that's yeah. why. For you why? Know? For why? Because they just want more of it. Yeah, that's their dumb. reason. It's dumb. And it's greed. It's stupid. Yeah. Killing us. And unfortunately, that's what makes it like kind of makes me sad. It's just like, yeah. man, you have all this, like, there can be a lot done to the world to help more move positively. Um, but we just don't see that. And it's not to say all tech higher ups no, are but like that's that. just it's not, a, but that's this just is, a crap move. It's it just a crap move. You yeah. donated four hundred million dollars to yourself. Yeah. No. Um. Yep. Mr. Jeff, Mr. C, was there anything else you wanted to bring up this holiday season? Oh no. No. Okay. I'm looking forward to it being over. Oh, okay. I'm ready for it to be three days from now. Yeah. I'm really, really ready. Yeah. These teenagers. <laughs> So I will say this. Uh, I know Jeff is not a big fan of the holidays, but I will say happy holidays from yes. the Casey Bakery. Happy Please holidays. enjoy yourself. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Festivus. Whatever it is. Whatever you yeah, whatever you celebrate. You know, please enjoy reach out. It. Yeah, please reach out. Don't don't feel like you're a burden on anyone. This is a more wholesome ending. Just please talk to your friends. Talk to us. DM us. DM me. I'm more than willing to talk to you guys. And feel free to give me $400 million, which I will donate it all. I will not keep a penny. Yeah. I promise. But, $400 right, guys. Million, I'll give it all away. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you guys. Epstein Have a good one. Himself. Epstein did not kill himself. Goodbye. Are you sure? <laughs>